Hi everyone and welcome to the Disruptive Niche, showcasing the best of disruptors and niche businesses around. And today we have Dan from Sea Chips and Sea Snacks, who's going to talk to us all about his business. So thank you so much, Dan, for agreeing to be our guest on today. Um, now you have got a really great niche in your no product, haven't you? So uh, tell us all about it. What what are Sea Chips to start with? Mm, so Sea Chips are basically gently baked salmon skin crisps. So usually the salmon skin would go to waste. And what we do is basically get this salmon skin that we've gone to waste, we take it back to our production facility in the UK, um, and we process it there. And then once we've baked it, we just um, add different seasonings. So we have a lightly salted, we have a lamb chili, and we have a salt and vinegar. So all quite British flavours. We kept it quite simple just because salmon skin itself is quite an unusual concept. Um, and yeah, that's it. They're high protein, high meat-free, low calorie. They're a great little um, healthy alternative. Excellent. And how on earth did you realize that salmon skin would work well as a snack? So when I used to be a chef, which is quite a while ago now, we used to see all the salmon skin going to waste because when you bake it, it tends to kind of go a bit soggy, the skin. So you have to fry it. So what we do, we'd then take the salmon skin off and then we'd lay it between two trays um, and then bake it on its own and then fry it. And we used to garnish dishes with it and customers would be like, um, you know, what is this? This is a, <laughs> it's really unusual, but they really liked it. So it kind of reminded them like a port crackling. Mm. Um, so it's very light and crisp. It's a lot more healthier. So that's kind of where it came from. Just working in restaurants, you know, we had to utilize as many ingredients as we could. It was all about preventing waste to get, you know, as much, um, you know, make sure you make as much margin on your, on your food. So that's kind of where it initially came from. And it just turned out it was uh, really nice when you sprinkled it with spices or a vinegar powder. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where it started. Wow. Where do you get your salmon skin from? I mean, do you have like all the local restaurants around you that, that just send it to you, or how do you get how do you get hold of it? Mm, so initially, that was how we did it when we first started. Yeah, I kitted out my garage <laughs> and we were producing it there, and we would just go to local fishmongers and take it off them basically, and they'd leave it behind. And then as we grew, um, we received investment and we set up a factory in Cumbria in Maryport. And that's actually where a lot of the smoked salmon processors are. So what we do is just, um, you know, go down the road and collect them. Basically, we get them sent in a certain format, um, and then we basically collect them. And they get delivered to us just from literally down the road. So we don't get any from um, which have come from kind of miles away or anything. We get them from local um, factories. Mm. Hey, oh, that's really cool. So you're keeping the, the sort of like mileage down as well, and it is really keeping it local. That's that's fantastic. Now you mentioned about investment. Um, now one of the things is that you were actually on Dragon's Den, weren't you? Um, and uh, I mean, I've, I've watched this on on like the replay, and it, it's just it's fascinating. So you went in asking for three hundred thousand pound and a ten percent stake. We we're actually asking for thirty. Ah, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, thirty, yeah. and. So tell us about the experience and, and, and how you felt when you actually sort of, you know, the ending of it, how you felt. Yeah, it was, uh, well, I've, I've watched them since I was, you know, a kid. So it was very surreal. Um, and you know, once you're in the den, you are there for, you know, over an hour uh, pitching to them. So it's very, very intense. And we, as we said, it was kind of some people loved it, some people hated it. Um, and that's what we, we find anyway of consumers. 
but um, when it kind of came to the end, we got invest, we got an offer from Tuca, and he was off. I think he wanted thirty percent for thirty thousand. Mm. And trying to, the money was a bit irrelevant. We saw the money was just um, to make hopefully it was like an easy investment for someone. So we wanted to get an offer to so make sure we kind of got shown on TV, and. Yeah, to get thirty percent was um, just way too much. I think it kind of it kind of <laughs> the clip went a bit viral because I think it was just the way I said the way I kind of rejected it. Um, it was quite amusing to a lot of people because I, when I said I don't accept your offer, then he declared himself out, and everyone was like, "No, I think uh, the entrepreneurs declared himself out. You can't then declare yourself out." <laughs> um, so yeah. It was just he wanted too much, and we went on to raise, you know, ten times kind of the amount mm. for um, this kind of the same equity. So it was a good decision, and we got what we wanted. It was great um, kind of PR. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. We were happy about that. Yeah, in the end. Exactly. And you know, you've got to stick by your guns as well, haven't you? You can't just like drop what you want. You've got to stick to your principles and and your guns as well. And you did that. It was it was like perfect as well. And I love the fact that. Um, you know, people were saying, oh, I sort of like it, I don't like it. And you call it the Marmite of snacks, don't you? So it is like you either love it or you hate it. Mm, yeah. Um, and um, so um, going back into this again, um, you then got an investment, didn't you, from someone who was the, the king of, of smoked salmon? Yeah, so um, well, just before I went on Dragon's Den, We'd, he'd made us an offer so we knew we had another offer outside of the den mm. which I thought would, would, would strengthen our position when we went on but actually I don't think it got shown oh it did get shown Peter Jones was very like unhappy about this he thought like, he could offer more and I was kind of saying no <laughs> our current investor is called Jonathan Brown you know can offer more yeah <laughs> um, and basically yeah, he um, he started the industry when he was very young and He's kind of one of the first people to take smoked salmon over to the US, mm. uh, um, and he kind of made it, he made it affordable for everyone. Uh, it used to be very expensive, so yeah, he's very well known. And he got in touch via Instagram actually, and realised what we were doing. And obviously, he had a lot of salmon skins going to waste. So we met up originally just to um, discuss him supplying us with salmon skins. Uh, and we ended up getting on really well. And by the end of the meeting, I basically said, "Well, look, why don't you?" come on board <laughs> as an investor and then that was kind of initially the start and he ended up coming on as a business partner um, and yeah is involved today still um, he's really helped us basically just looks after the whole manufacturing side really has a, he has a great team which you can put on to our you can just sort any issues we have so um, yeah that's been really good and oh, that's amazing he, yeah he's big um, in the US as well yeah. so he helped and the fact that. that he contacted you via Instagram as well I mean you know yeah. <laughs> Well, we ignored the message at first because he didn't know who it was. And um, he, it was kind of, I won't repeat the message, it was a bit of a, a rude message he'd kind of sent, a bit of an odd message. Um, so I kind of thought, who's this person? And then I left it. And then when I was speaking to a fishmonger, and he was like, you should get Jonathan Brown on board with this. He'd love it. And I was like, why does that name ring the bell? And I went back to some messages, and it was. But <laughs> well, you were like, oh my God. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's he's a yeah he's got a lot of stuff going on, and you know, he's a trade ambassador for Dominica. Um, so he's got a lot of done a lot of good work. Yeah. Oh, great. Now, when you first um, sort of started out with with um, sea chips, you um, I, I read that you you know you were um, produ- um, supplying to Harrods, Phoenix, and Whole Foods. 
How does, did that feel when you saw your first products in the shops? Mm, yeah, it was, uh, I think Phoenix was the first one. And that was definitely, yeah, very cool. But I don't think it had like a massive emotional connection with Phoenix. I think the most interesting one almost for me was probably Harrods because uh, when I was a kid, I used to like kind of sneak down on the train to London mm. um, and go into Harrods and just and just spend the whole day looking around all the, the stuff that kind of what's inside. You know, you can get lost in Harrods and seeing the different foods. And I think I kind of said to myself, like, this is when I was like 15, 16, I, you know, one day I'd kind of get my product in here. So to kind of have that come true was really cool. And then with Whole Foods, you know, it was amazing when you see people buying it or you see people um, eating it. So, um, yeah, it's very, it's very cool. <laughs> it's kind of worthwhile. Yeah, and now you sell on Amazon. And so you're yeah. obviously selling all over the world. Where Whereabouts do you do you um, sort of send to now? Um, yes, we've got Ocado as well in the UK. We were first people in Europe to get a, a fishkin crisp into a major supermarket, um, so Ricardo Sainsbury's. Um, we, we've just exported now to Singapore, which is kind of our, Asia's a big kind of market um, for us, which we're going into. I was spending a lot of time in Shanghai last year, try to get that sorted. Um, and we've hopefully just got another one coming through now for South Africa, and we're presenting in Australia at the moment as well. So we've got a few things which have all kind of been slightly delayed with what's going on with um, coronavirus. But um, yeah, it'll be quite a few places by the end of the year, probably. Yeah. And have you managed to keep going during during lockdown? Have you managed to keep producing? Yeah. yeah I mean, we lost a couple of, um, we supplied a lot of offices, which is obviously all kind of got taken out overnight, which was frustrating. But um yeah, we've still kind of pressed on with other um, product releases and we kind of optimise it online a little bit better. Um, so, yeah, you know, we'll, like everyone else, just try to get through it and hopefully all retails will start opening. Mm, but, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I read that you sort of donate 10% of all your profit to ocean charities as well. So that must be really close to your heart, especially with what you're doing as well. So what type of charities um, are you? do you support? So we've done like a couple of lo- local ocean cleanups, um, which is what we basically provide everyone with what they need. Um, and then slightly bigger ones is um, the Ocean Cleanup Project, um, which is quite a well-known one. And they're basically creating a massive cleanup system, which you put in the ocean and it, um, it kind of basically sucks up all the rubbish. And that's in Pacific. And the Four Ocean, which is basically two, two guys, and they, again, just organise a lot of events all around the world now. Uh, ocean cleanup so yeah there's little things like that i think it's good to kind of um, consume to get an idea of what we're trying to achieve and we're trying to look after the seas as well um so yeah it's just something i think all brands should offer really is yeah um some sort of charity and we just want to represent what monday business should be it should be like a force for good and kind of product focused but ethically led yeah excellent um now let's move on to sea snacks now so tell us about mm. how did sea snacks come about See, snacks came about because um, on our salmon skins, we still, it's quite time-consuming to take the scales off the skins. So we thought, well, with the ones which have the scales still on, it's still really super nutritious, but I think for humans, we preferred not to have the scales on. And also, dogs don't mind, but it's still got the same nutrition. Again, my business plan investor, he has a pet treat brand in the US, um, and he's doing really well with people wanting to give um they're kind of the pets the same quality as we give ourselves mm-hmm. so 
with thistles, can we thought, why don't we offer a pet version of seed chips? And a lot of people now, younger people, are um, owning dogs a lot earlier, and it's all about this kind of humanization of of pet of pets, where we just want to feed them the same as what we give ourselves. So the idea was kind of like you could get a pack for yourself of seed chips, and maybe a pack of sea snacks for your for your dog. You don't have to do that, but um, yeah, we use human grade salmon skin, uh, which is really important because most of the other pet brands all use pet grade which basically mm. means it's very like smelly um it's just not really good quality we never feed it to ourselves and you can literally smell the difference um we've seen snacks we open ours and it's you've got a slight odor but it's kind of a fresh odor uh, whereas you open the other ones and they're very strong smelling um and obviously pet owners don't like that because the dog's breath ends up yeah <laughs> it smells the house out so ours are a great alternative and it's you can see literally see nutritional results are way higher with ours just because it's better quality yeah, and also, I mean, uh, anything fish, isn't it? It's great for their skin, their coat, and, and everything. So, you know, as well as a tasty snack, it's also really good for them as well, isn't it? Yeah, the omega-3 is uh, super high, actually. So that's great, yeah, for the joints, um, the coat. Uh, and then we've got high-quality protein as well, which, again, a lot of other treats don't have or it's blended, whereas ours mm. is just 100% salmon skin protein. Um, so it's kind of some of the, well, the best you can get, really, oily fish. So it's got a lot of health benefits to it. And it's low calorie as well, low fat. So yeah, it's a great alternative kind of the, the kind of mass produced pets. Yeah, and where can you buy the sea snacks? Are they, I know that they're on Amazon as well, aren't they? But are you heading yeah. anywhere else with them? Yeah, we've been just kind of launched in the last kind of week or two. Um, so we're in talks with pretty much all the, the major retailers. So we're hoping then we'll get one and one or two of them and again we're looking to put it into pets at home as well um but right now most range reviews uh, are just being delayed even mm. till next year or just later on in the year so we might get lucky and be able to get into one yeah and um, we've got one which hopefully pretty much confirms which i can't say yet for january 2021 which is a major retailer so yeah we kind of just got to do what we can online i think like all of the food drink brands it's all about um, optimizing your online sales at the moment and just relying on that really so yeah yeah excellent um now do you say so um do you consider yourself to be a disruptor in the snack industry in the dog treat industry as well yeah i mean i guess so i think we we do it i think kind of accidentally i don't think we necessarily go about and be like let's do something crazy i would the salmon skin crisps me and Dom, my business partner, we were just sitting down having lunch when I'd moved back from London. And we, and we were just like, do you remember those crisps we used to make? Wouldn't it be great if we bagged them up? And we kind of just produce things that we'd like. And then once we've, once we've done that, when we come to the branding, we go, okay, like, let's, who's our market for these crisps? And um, we then start to try and specialize it and target it. But we generally just start from like reducing what we find quite interesting and cool. And saying the sea snacks, it was just it was an opportunity because we had this slight again waste we wanted to address. And then you know the, the dog on the sea snacks is my business partner's dog, and we're both like dog lovers. So it was just something we wanted to do and speed out one of the first brands to basically offer a human and a pet version of the same product. Yeah, I think it's just quite cool. <laughs> like you know, we're not saying it's going to do amazing, but I think there's a lot of pet owners who do who will like it because it's kind of assures them that it's just good quality because we're selling the same quality salmon just with spices to humans 
So yeah, yeah I think it's, uh, it's something we just kind of stumble into. <laughs> and is there what, have you got any, any new things coming out in the future? Yeah, actually we do. Um, we've got our own smoked salmon um, and we, unless someone else does it before, will be the first smoked salmon in all compostable, recyclable materials. Um, so that's taken quite a long time. Uh, and that's again just a bit delayed because of this. Mm. Um, but that's, that's pretty much there. Uh, we also have a salmon jerky coming out as well. Salmon um, jerky? How, yeah. what, how does that work? What? It's just, it's just um, you know, dried kind of salmon flesh. I mean, there is some versions already on the market from Wild West and a few of the other bigger, well, big brands, but it's pretty awful. I think they just totally dry it until it's just a powder. <laughs> um, I think maybe from my chef and background, we've created a version which is just amazing. Still kind of get some moisture in there uh, and it's just phenomenal. So we're hoping that will kind of be a big hit as well. We've got mm. a good client for that one. So yeah, there's definitely a few things in the pipeline. The aim is to kind of make kind of C chips. Well, we call that a C group. Mm. The aim is to make that into kind of a modern day, you know, bird's eye. It just kind of Monday seafood brand that kind of has a range of, a range of products that are all kind of created from salmon or, or seafood at least. Oh wow! I can't wait to try the um the sea jerk uh, the the salmon jerky. It sounds amazing. Well, we will be calling it sea jerky actually. So ah, okay. The name. <laughs> I think it always has sea, then it'll be sea snacks, sea chips, sea yeah, jerky. Yeah. The salmon is sea smoked. Um, so yeah, we, it's all kind of under the kind of sea brand. Yeah, yeah, excellent, great. Um, and so it's it. I mean, I imagine that Christmas is going to be. I mean, Christmas is always a bit luxury and, you know, different snacks and everything. So how on earth have you managed to sort of get stuff organised for Christmas with lockdown happening and everything else? Has it all been a bit of a nightmare? I mean, it seems ridiculous talking about Christmas now, doesn't it? But you're obviously mm -hmm. planning ahead. Yeah, well, we'll start doing a lot of Christmas stuff from kind of probably more August. So we've got a, um, we'll have a doggy advent calendar coming out. Um, so Brilliant. Yeah, uh, and then hopefully we'll have the smoked salmon by then. But again, it might just be a little bit late to get involved with kind of the Christmas sales, but we think we can maybe do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the seed chips, it doesn't. We don't get a huge influx really. It doesn't really change um, for Christmas. Um, and the sea snacks, for I don't think that'll make too well. If the advent calendar mm. does well, and that'll be a good hit for us. So yeah, no, we're, we're fine for Christmas. So we don't get a huge increase to be yeah oh great well thank you so much Dan for taking the time to talk to us now we're going to talk about the real thing this is what people really want to know okay these are the real questions here are you ready for the quick fire round yes okay Marmite lover or hater 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 <laughs> okay master chef or the British bake-off master chef I was gonna say must be master chef with a chef background yeah. there your coffee <laughs> Coffee. Coffee. Red or brown sauce? Red. Uh, red or white wine? White. Football or rugby? Football. And strictly or dancing on ice or neither? Probably neither. I mean, <laughs> I don't watch neither, but strictly maybe? Yeah, it's got to be strictly, isn't it? 
<laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out for talking to us today. I know you're really, really right. busy. Really appreciate it. And we will put all the links to where people can buy um, the sea chips and the sea sna- um, snacks, everything onto the website and to the podcast details yep. as well. So okay. thank you so much indeed. Um, and have a good day. Take okay. care. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.